0: So, and I received a text from my oldest daughter, and a text stated plainly, Mommy, I'm pregnant.
1: Hello, and welcome to Coco Pods, a podcast of the Birth Center for Natural Deliveries Foundation. We're very fortunate to have with us today a mom. And her name is Charlene, and she's going to talk to us about a, a very important topic. So, Charlene, thank you for coming to Coco Pods podcast and welcome. Thank you, Bola. Thank you so very much for having me. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we delve into the topic at hand?
0: Yes, my name is Charlene. Actually, my anniversary is coming up, being married to my husband for 20 years. And we have three great kids who we were blessed with through adoption. And we have two daughters, one son. Our son is the oldest, he's 25. We have a daughter that's 21 and a daughter that's 16, soon to be 17. And I am in healthcare. I'm an administrative coordinator. I've been in healthcare since I was 20, so that's a very long time. And um, I'm just very encouraged that Bola asked me to do this podcast with her.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. So you have the unique experience of being uh, a grandmother now and your child, you know, became pregnant as a teenager. So can you share your initial reactions and emotions with us when you first found out that your daughter was pregnant as a teenager?
0: Yes, as you can imagine, being a mother with a daughter um, that was a teenage mother, it was not a good reaction. So I just remembered that I was at work. I was at work, and at that time I was working at in a nursing station, and I kept my phone close by just for emergencies. You know, we do that these days. So, and I received a text from my oldest daughter, and the text stated plainly. I'm pregnant. And I remember seeing that text and I remember going, this is a joke, right? And then I said, hmm? And she said, mommy, I'm pregnant. And I just remember typing several different messages because I had anger. I had shock. I had all of the different emotions that you can imagine. And I just remember texting several different messages which were not nice like what in the world you know just different things and I would delete every text because my spirit was just speaking to me and I was just nervous on the inside and scared and everything so I finally just resolved just to say okay in my text. And I text her, okay. And I remember speaking to my charge nurse at that time and telling her I need to step away. I need to get up and take a moment. And I stepped outside. And I just remember breaking down, calling my husband and telling him what our daughter had stated. And um, so honestly. Shock, hurt, pains, fear, a lot of fear, you know, because at that time she was 17. So a whole lot of fear. And and my response to her was, okay. so we would have to deal with it in person because she texts me. I'm like teenagers texting you (laughs) shocking information. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's how that's how I found out. Mm. And that's, you know, the emotions I felt were all over the board and they were not joy. It was not joy. That's for sure. Mm.
1: And how did your family dynamics and relationships change? And, you know, when you told your husband, your other children, you know, that your daughter, uh, you know, your oldest daughter as a teenager was pregnant. How did that affect the whole family?
0: Uh, As you can imagine, her dad was very upset. Um brother and sister were like huh they were in shock they were um and i have to explain a little dynamic that was going on at that time with my oldest daughter and this is something that i say to parents to be aware of we were having a hard time and i'm not going to paint a picture of we were all this magical family we were not we were having a hard time we were having difficulty with our oldest daughter she was doing a lot of rebellious things hanging with a lot of people that we did not approve of, doing things that we did not approve of. And honestly, at this time, she had gone to live with one of my sisters that lived about 15, 20 minutes away from her because it was such a disruption in our house. So we did, we had her go live with one of my sisters, her aunt, just so that we can get some stability going on. There was missing school. There was tardiness at school. So there were a lot of things going on. And so when she announced that she was pregnant, um, it was shock. But at the same time, with things that were going on, it was not like it was something that was so shocking at the same time. it was Shocking, but not so shocking with all the things that were going on at that time. So with her siblings, they were like, like, come on now. Like, this is something else added to the plate. Her dad and I felt the same way. This is something else added to the plate with all the other things that were going
1: on at that time. And my sister, she she was a great support. So I guess what I want to ask you is that you you said something like this is what you would tell Parents of teenagers, you know, what interventions when, when there was tardiness at school, the parents are together. They are married. You are all in one home. So when there was tardiness and missing school and rebellious behavior, what were some of the things you tried to do, you know, apart from, you know, just having her stay with your sister, what were the things that you tried to do to maybe help her help the situation?
0: Okay. Um, When she was having rebellion going on, the things we tried, we tried, of course, talking, we did counseling, we did um, restrictions, we did removal of phone, we did uh, several different things. We did like all the textbook things that people encouraged. But as we know as parents and we know as people, when it comes to our children, sometimes when they want to do something, they do it. And it's what I recognize being a mom and being a Christian is some things are their journey. And although their journey is not the way we want their journey to be sometimes, they have to go along that journey. And so for me, the best method, medicine, that I had was prayer, a whole lot of prayer, prayer for her safety, pray for her prayer for her mind, prayer for her body, pray for her spirit, pray for her to see God through the situation that she gets involved in. So all the typical barriers that I would have put in front of a child, they didn't work. They didn't work. Um, my daughter was very strong-willed, very strong-natured, and and was going to do what she wanted to do. And even though I would see the trauma that it would lead to, or the hurt that it would lead to, she still had to go on her own journey, and she chose to stay on her own journey. Which, for a parent, to be honest, is hard because we—I know me as a parent—I took on a lot of the guilt and shame and hurt that her decisions are put on her and also put on our family, even though my choices for her would have been different. And for me, I know that I felt that I felt like a failure as a parent. I felt hurt as a parent. I felt fear as a parent. I felt discouragement as a parent. So a lot of the things that I'm sure any typical parent that loves their child would go through when they see their child going through a hard time or making decisions that we know are not good decisions for them. We go through those emotions and hurt and, you know, and disappointments and fear for our child. I felt a lot of fear. I felt a lot of fear. So there is no easy answer. Mm -hmm. Counseling, we tried. Speaking with friends from church, we did. Speaking with family members, we did. Sitting her down, having family discussions, having family prayer, we did all of that. But still, she was a 17-year-old individual that made choices of her own, which we could not change.
1: Wow. So so the family dynamics changed. She, did she continue to live with your sister or did you bring her back home? How did the pregnancy affect the whole family?
0: The pregnancy affected the whole family. She did stay with my sister, her aunt, for up to like six, seven months. And then she came back to live with us because I knew as a mother that she would need a lot of assistance. You you know, she had not even been around a lot of young children, a lot around babies. So to have a baby was going to be a lot. And I didn't want that burden to be on my sister. She was gracious enough to allow my daughter to stay with her as long as she did. And I decided that my, her father and I decided that she needed to come back home so that we could carry that responsibility and not my sister. So we brought her back home. Uh, she was like seven months, I want to say, seven months. And I went to all the doctor's appointments with her, made sure she went to the doctor's appointment, made sure she did her prenatal care, made sure she took vitamins, made sure she ate. Even when she was with my sister, we still made sure all of those things were done. Made sure she still went to school because that that was a thing. And it's funny when she, closer to the delivery, because it was her senior year that she was pregnant, And she had missed a lot of school. She did. She missed a lot of school. So our fear was she was not going to graduate. And she got in her mind, no, I'm going to graduate. So I'm very encouraged that she pushed through. She was waddling down that aisle. But she she pushed through and she graduated and she made up all the work that she needed to make up to make that happen. So. With all of that, her father and I were both there to make sure that whatever she needed to finish school and whatever she needed to to do to deliver a healthy baby and for her to be healthy as well, we were there to make sure that that happened. Because although we were disappointed, she was still our daughter. We still loved her. You know, we still love her today. And we just wanted to make sure that she was okay and that the baby was going to be okay.
1: So you talk about your husband and yourself supporting her through the pregnancy. So you know, you got over your initial reaction because of course you're you're human and you got over your initial disappointment. And I mean, were you there when she had morning sickness or you know when she went into labor? I mean, from the beginning of the pregnancy first of all, how far was she when she told you? And then from the beginning of the pregnancy to the time of delivery, it seems like you guys still supported her. I mean, can you tell us, And maybe a mom out there can glean something from this in that, you know, how not to be perpetually mad, you know, and maybe just see, you know, what this young person is going through. I mean, teach them the lesson they should learn, but then help them through this very uh, serious condition of life.
0: Well, Bola, I'm going to be, I will be honest. I was perpetually mad throughout her whole pregnancy. (laughs) So I am not going to say that I wasn't mad. I was angry, (laughs) but I still had love for my daughter. So, uh, and being a Christian, I think helps because it helps you to reflect. So with that, um, Her her dad and I prayed a lot. Actually, it caused some fights between us as well, you know, because, of course, that family dynamic, that dynamic between he, him and I, because I can see some things as a woman and I can see that, okay, yes, this is not good, but it's not life ending. I grew up in a family, a mother, single uh, teenage mothers. My mom was a teenage mom. So, and who knows, I was not able to have children. I adopted children. So in my mind, I go, God knows what's best, but what if I was able to have children? Would I have been a teenage mother as well, just like my mom and some of my sisters? So this is not something I had not seen. And I've seen the Victoria side where the moms go, because that's my family. They go and they make life happen. Because they have have their children, and they become successful because of it. My husband, on the other hand, <laughs> had not experienced that. So where I may have hope or be hopeful, and I can see the brighter side in the end, I knew it wasn't gonna come anytime soon, but I was hopeful. My husband was not. He was very discouraged. He was very like, I'm done. This is too much, you know. She can't even take care of herself. How she's going to take care of a baby, you know. So that caused strife between her her dad and I. But we got there because we knew that we loved our daughter. And so when when she was pregnant, she told me she was pregnant when she was like two uh, two months because she realized something was going on. So she told me a little bit. As soon as she found out, really, and then as she began to show, she didn't she was one of those young ladies that have a great pregnancy. She didn't have any complications, she didn't have barely had morning sickness. She ate, she was, she had a little tummy, she wasn't huge. So she had a very good pregnancy. And when we brought her back at seven months to our house, we just made sure that she was eating that she was sleeping she did go for her and we saw this and it hurt me she went through depression which is something really hard as a teenager you know you have these thoughts and i'm gonna regress a little bit Bola, if you don't mind i know that we had plans for our child you know like most parents This is your senior year. You're gonna go off to college. You're gonna experience college life. You're gonna get your career. You're gonna get independent. We're gonna help you do all of that. You're gonna, you know, just have fun at college and get your career going. And this was like a, ooh, like a, I don't even know what word to say. It was, it was a shocking moment, you know, in that the dreams that we had for her were not gonna happen the way we planned for them to happen, but also the plans that she had for herself. Because that's what I had to understand because I remember her shouting this at me one time, mommy, it's not like I planned to get pregnant. You know, so I know that it wasn't something done on purpose and that it did affect her life as well as our life. Yes, we talked about birth control. We talked about abstinence. We talked about diseases. We talked about, I'm one of those moms that talk about stuff. You know, so we talked about safe dating. We talked about a lot of different things. But choices of a 17-year-old become their choices. So again, my husband was upset. I was upset. She was upset. Uh, we pulled her back home when she was seven months. We just made, we tried to make the best of it. It was tension-filled in the house. Yes, it was. It was a lot of tension. But we we did the best we could do during those times because it was a first for us. Hopefully the last,
1: but... <laughs> Next episode. Well, how about the father of the baby,